Hello and welcome to the broadcast. This is a ministry of North Harford Baptist Church in Jarrettsville, Maryland. Visit us online at northharford.org. All right, our weekly psalm for this week is Psalm 2, 10 through 12. The Messianic age, which we are in, is an age of repentance. Repentance is on the table. It's an age where Christ reigns. He's advancing his kingdom. He's spreading and strengthening his kingdom organized in local churches all over the place. But this age is repentance, but it will culminate in judgment. All right, Age of uh, salvation being offered, and age of sinners repenting as they're transformed and called by the gospel. But it culminates, the age culminates in judgment. And that's why it's so important that we preach the gospel and plead with all men everywhere, to repent. Psalm 2, beginning in verse 10. Now therefore, O kings, be wise. Be warned, O rulers of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear, and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the Son, or honor the Son. Honor Him, worship Him, lest He be angry, and you perish in the way. For His wrath is quickly kindled, Blessed are all who take refuge in him. Now, on that beatitude, the introduction to the Psalms ends. And then you have a Psalm of David in Psalm 3 and all the way up through Psalm 150. Remember, Psalm 1 was two different paths, two different ways a person could live in the world. The righteous path and the wicked path. And then in Psalm 2... We have the Lord against his enemies. His enemies rage against him and his anointed, his Christ, also called his son, also called the the king that he sets on his holy hill. Verse 6 of Psalm 2, as for me, I've set my king on on Zion, my holy hill. So right away in the Psalms, you have the main theme, the kingdom of God, and you have the main character. The Son of God. The Son of God is the one through whom God establishes His kingdom. When we think of Christ, we do think of His eternal sonship. It's the eternal Son of God or eternal God the Son who became human. But the office, the role of Son of God on earth is a representative ruler for God on earth. And He is the one through whom God establishes His kingdom. This is where we get in Psalm Two, and it's a very important psalm in the New Testament. Since this is just a brief devotion, I won't give you those references, but I encourage you to study the cross-references from Psalm 2 in the New Testament. You have the kingdom of God established on earth through the Son of God, and kings are called to wisdom in verse 10. Rulers of the earth are warned, and I believe this is a representative group of people. If the kings of earth, if the rulers of earth are called to wisdom, the wisdom of God, and are warned from God, that's representative of all peoples, because they're the rulers. So there's a call for wisdom and a warning, and specifically, verse 11 and verse 12 give the substance of the call to wisdom. They give the substance of the warning. Again, it centers on the Son of God. 
Everything in Scripture, everything in history, everything that we know of God centers on the Son. The Son's the mediator. He says, serve the Lord with fear. Serve the Lord with fear. We're, we're to be servants of the Lord, and we're to call sinners to be servants of the Lord. We know that no sinner, including ourselves, cannot do that on their own. But we know by the power of God, the power of the gospel, the work of the Holy Spirit, we know that God will make servants to serve His Son. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. The reality of being a servant of Jesus Christ is not cold, lifeless, mechanical, begrudging works of outward religion. We're rejoicing people. We're full of joy to be God's servants. Serve the Lord with fear. Rejoice with trembling. Kiss the Son or honor the Son. Worship the Son. The Son, again, that refers back to this constant theme throughout Psalm 2. Psalm 2, verse 2, against the Lord and His anointed. Verse 6, His King. Verse 7, You are my Son, and I will make the nations your inheritance. Verse 8, You shall break them with a rod of iron. He's going to rule in power and strength and advance His kingdom over against the kingdoms of darkness in the world. So this is an age of repentance. The kingdom of God has been established. It's not reached its glorious fullness yet in the new heavens and the new earth. Of course it hasn't. But if I'm reading the kingdom parables correctly in the Gospels, and I believe that I am, the kingdom comes in stages and the kingdom grows gradually. The kingdom in the world grows. You can think of a parallel, just the same way it grows in our hearts and in our lives. Slowly, gradually, but truly. So this is an age of repentance, but it will culminate in judgment. You see that at the end of verse 12. His wrath is quickly kindled. God already has wrath against the sinner, but he's, he withholds that wrath in mercy. You know, when we were lost, God's wrath really did hover above us. That was not like a metaphor or a symbol for what we were like and who we were when we were lost. And when we were saved and given new hearts and forgiven in Christ, God snatched us out of that kingdom of darkness, out, uh, out from under that storm cloud of wrath into the glories and the salvation in Christ. So, that's a good culmination, a good culminating point for the introduction to the Psalms to remind us this is an age of repentance. And as God's church were to represent that, we want people to repent. We pray for people to repent. We preach the gospel and call and urge and persuade and plead for people to repent. Blessed are all who take refuge in him. Brother, we were talking about that verse last week. That's always been one of my favorites. Blessed are all who take refuge in him, in the Son, in Jesus Christ.